This is Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Uh, well, at least the Astros also lost? Uh, who knows? Welcome to Locked On Mariners. In, the, in any case, ladies and gentlemen, I am indeed D.C. Lundberg, feeling a bit better today. And we are, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners Podcast or any of the other programs here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All you have to do is say, hey, smart device, play Locked On Team Name Here Podcast. Follow us on Twitter as well at LO underscore Mariners, and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg, L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G, if you are scoring at home. Not the Mariners' day yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not only was it a bad ball game, it was a long ball game, which I don't appreciate. Three and a half hours worth of misery. LJ Newsom started for the Mariners, didn't have it, command wasn't their own, although he only did walk one, left a lot of balls out in the middle of the plate, gave up eight hits in the three innings that he pitched, five runs, all of them earned, two home runs, uh, Giants scored one in the first, one in the second, five in the third, five in the fourth, and one in the second, Mariners score three runs in the fourth inning, we'll get to that in just a little bit, because it looked for a like for a brief moment as if the Mariners could come back, even though they were already down 8-zip uh, at that point. <laughs> it looked like the wheels were starting to come off for the Giants. Uh, that wound up really not happening. We'll get to that in just a little bit. LJ Newsom, I mentioned his line, like I said, he just didn't have it. Got hit hard. Eric Swanson came in for a third of an inning, and <laughs> familiar story, he sucked. Four hits, three runs, two of them earned. Uh, only one walk, though, and usually he walks a, <laughs> some more batters than that. Casey Sadler came in for two and uh, two-thirds innings, and he was very, very good. Two and two-thirds innings, as I mentioned, no hits, no runs, no walks, five strikeouts. After being picked up off the waiver wire, he's really done good things as a Mariner. He's been pretty good. Brandon Brennan uh, came off the 60-day disabled list. He pitched two innings in this game, gave up two hits, a run. It was earned. It was a home run. Also struck out one and walked one. Uh, Walter Lockett, I almost said Tyler Lockett. I think he plays for the Seahawks. Anyways, Walter Lockett came in for the final inning, gave up a hit, and uh, also struck somebody out. We're going to talk about that Mariners' third inning, which was kind of fun. Pardon me, it was the fourth inning. Yes, the fourth inning. First run uh, for the Mariners was scored um, by Kyle Seeger on a Luis Torrens double, and then the bases became loaded. Philip Irvin drew a walk with the bases loaded to drive in a run, the easiest RBI he'll ever have. Ty France scores on that play. And then J.P. Crawford draws another bases loaded walk to score Torrens. That, uh, that's when it really looked like the Mariners might get something going, or at least, you know, just wait for the pitcher to throw four balls outside the strike zone and take advantage of it that way. Uh, but the, the the Giants manager, Gabe, Gabe Kapler, is not, uh, not that stupid. So he pulled whoever was pitching. I don't even remember who was pitching. Who cares? And they brought in a new pitcher who, who kind of shut things down. Starting for the Giants was former Mariner Drew Smiley. 
And he gave up three runs in his three and two-thirds innings pitched, but a couple of that was um, it was the bases loaded walks on which those scored, and he didn't throw those. It was a relief pitcher who did that. In any case, Drew Smiley, three and two-thirds innings, four hits, three runs, all earned one walk, eight strikeouts. That's a lot for three and two-thirds innings. I don't know why they pulled him, quite frankly. He must be on some sort of a pitch count. In in any in any case, what you know, whatever they, they, the the Mariners lost <laughs> nine to three. The Astros also also lost, so they didn't lose any ground on second place Houston. Kyle Gibson spun a complete game four hitter against the Houston Astros in Houston, and the Rangers didn't score until the ninth inning. It was actually a very well pitched ball game. From both sides, it appear, Astros accumulated four hits, Rangers only got five. So combined, they got as many hits as the Giants had runs tonight. Ah, yes, indeed. McCullers started for the Astros. Seven innings for him, two hits, eight strikeouts. Very good pitching performance for him. And like I said, Kyle Gibson, nine innings, four hits, three walks, nine strikeouts. Really cool stuff. The Rangers scored their only run, as I said, in the top of the ninth inning on a Joey Gallo RBI ground rule double. So the Mariners remain two games back of that second spot in the American League West as the Astros fall to the Rangers. Please fall to the Rangers again. And uh, the Mariners lose. Today's game will pit Nick Margevichis against Tyler Anderson in San Francisco, a 1.10 p.m. start time. So even if this ball game goes five hours, I won't have to wait until 10.30 at night to record the program, so that makes me pretty happy. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Mariners trivia question for the day. The Mariners' first interleague away game took place in San Francisco at Candlestick Park. It was called something else by that point on June 17, 1997. Who was the starting pitcher for the Mariners that day? Answer following this word from Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is impossible now to stock all the parts that are needed in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure pointless and intimidating questioning and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that his warehouse carries? You've got computers with access to rockauto.com at home and right in your very own pocket. Why spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for pro mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices, on the other hand, ladies and gentlemen, they're the same for everybody. And they're reliably low to boot, if you even understood that previous sentence. In any case, they are a family business as well, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts. Sounds stupid when I put it that way, doesn't it? Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car, your truck, your van, your crossover, your SUV, whatever you drive, maybe even golf carts, I don't know. Actually, I don't think they do. Anyways, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. As a matter of fact, write Locked On Mariners. (laughs) Haha, don't do that. Just write Locked On. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
Yes, Mariners' first interleague away game took place on Tuesday, June 17th. 1997 in the park formerly known as Candlestick Park. It was a 3-4, to four, or how about a 4-3 to three loss? Ha 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 ha. A 4-3 to three loss at the hands of the Giants. And the uh, starting pitcher for the Mariners that day was Jeff Facero. And in case you were interested, he went 0-3 that day with two strikeouts. He was pinch hit for by Paul Sorrento later on in the ballgame. Ficero actually went all eight innings. Remember, there's no bottom of the ninth because the Giants were leading. Eight innings, ten hits, four runs, all of them earned, eight strikeouts, and four walks, one home run. That's not really a bad pitching line. Pitching for the Giants was Kirk Reeder, who with six innings gave up eight hits, three runs, two of them earned, a walk, six strikeouts, and a home run. Julian Tavares, Doug Henry, and the late Rod Beck also pitching for the Giants with Beck earning the save. And just for laughs, the Mariners' starting lineup that day was Joey Cora, Rich Amaral, Ken Griffey Jr., Edgar Martinez at first base, Jay Buhner, Dan Wilson, Russ Davis, Alvaro Espinosa, and Jeff Ficero hitting ninth. The Mariners' home run, incidentally, was hit by Edgar Martinez, and the Giants' home run was hit by future Mariner Stan Javier. If you have a question or comment, do send it in to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com and I will consider reading it for the Friday Mailbag segment. Questions about just about anything. In fact, ask a question about anything, and the only thing that will keep it off the show is if it's lewd or inappropriate or something of that nature. I'll address it on the air in the Friday Mailbag segment. Send them into LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. More Locked On Mariners after the following. Welcome to the second half of Locked On Mariners. Here once again is your host, D.C. Lundberg. I bought a different type of shampoo today. (laughs) I was just trying to think of the most banal non-sequitur I could think of to open the second half of this program. And that's what I came up with. I went grocery shopping today, gang. This is the second half of Locked On Mariners. I am still D.C. Lundberg, believe it or not. Yeah, this is what happens when I get goofy late at night. In any case, uh, still some things to talk about from last night's ball game. Uh, the big story, aside from the Mariners losing, was uh, Dylan Moore. He got hit in the head with a 99-mile-an-hour fastball from Sam Coonrod in the bottom of the seventh inning. He never lost consciousness. He got to his feet actually pretty quickly with both the Mariners trainer and the San Francisco Giants trainer um, on either side of him, with Scott Service out there as well, obviously, stayed in the ball game and then was erased on um, on a fielder's choice by Kyle Lewis. And then when the uh, top of the eighth inning came around and the Mariners took defense, he was replaced in favor of uh, D. Strange Gordon. So he was pulled for basically for, for precautionary measures at that time. I'm surprised he stayed in the ball game to begin with. Even though he appeared for all intents and purposes to be okay, you never want to take a chance when you're dealing with a with a fastball to the head. It knocked his helmet right off. It, again, so 
the news seems to be good with Dylan Moore, or at least as good as it can be given the situation, of course. After the ball game, Scott Service said that basically what I just said, that, that Dylan Moore seems to be okay, and that it was basically he was pulled for precautionary measures. There were some more roster moves before the ball game. Seems kind of like a never-ending carousel, as it were. In fact, there were some roster moves that happened on Tuesday to get to first, the Mariners activated Brandon Brennan from the 60-day disabled list. Hugh pitched in yesterday's ball game. The Mariners uh, optioned Seth Frankoff to the Mariners uh, for, to the alternate training site. Pardon me. And the Mariners designated Jimmy Yacobonis for assignment. He had been claimed off waivers by the Baltimore Orioles and only got in to one game. Only got into one game as a Seattle Mariner, and he's already been designated for assignment. He's off the 40-man roster. They had to open up a roster spot, I guess, for Brandon Brennan, even though I thought that the 40-man roster was only at 37 people. I could be wrong about that. Uh, Tim Lopes, who was recalled on Monday to play in that doubleheader versus Oakland, remains with the big club. Uh, Mariners activated J.P. Crawford from the bereavement list yesterday and sent out Sunshine Superman Donovan Walton to the alternate training site. Well, gang, the game ran long. It's late. I'm tired. And even though I'm under time, I'm ending the show. So please be with us tomorrow when I will be joined by Officer Ben Romero, Scooter, and a shot of whiskey. That's going to be a fun Friday show, so don't miss it. Also, remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that might spring to mind. Why did I say it like that? Uh, follow us on Twitter, in any case, at LO underscore Mariners, and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. Thank you for listening today, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back tomorrow. This is Joey Martin saying join us back here next time for another edition of Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.